There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, man. Bear. Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Wow. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. What we were saying before we got on was that I went to the movie theaters. You went to the movie theaters, but it depends on which one you went to, doesn't it? It depends on the, the brand. I had a worse experience because I didn't go to an AMC and see Nicole first. At what point will we say, ah, God, I'm, there's no way that I asked this question without sounding awful. But you know that no matter how you sound, I will understand you. I know you do. I can't say that for them. Please understand me when I ask this. Have compassion. Have compassion for me. For whatever he sounds like in the next second or two, just have compassion. And in the seconds beyond. I think, <laughs> when will it not be a sort of security blanket kind of thing? Are you coming for me? I'm not coming for you. I'm coming for, like, at some point... We're going to have to free Nicole from this. I understand. And here's what I'm actually going to come out and say. Okay. This is actually really crazy to even go here because our guest today is actually... The Nicole authority. One of the Nicole girls. Yes. And Naomi. <laughs> Darling May. One of the things that's happening in culture is the Nicole Kidman AMC thing. We're getting diminishing returns. The, the, the cheers are starting to get less. And I've been to the cinema and it felt like last year... Like, everyone oh was, like, God. screaming and gagging for Nicole. And now it's kind of like, I think what we need is a 2.0 version of it. Well, first of all, there's no way the 2.0 lives up to the 1.0. I would agree. And this is why you go out while you're on top. <sighs> when, and, oh, my God. And I think we've, like, we've lost that thread. And I, I please have compassion for me as I say this. I, and it makes you get all self-conscious to go to a regal. Here's the thing. You just notice when it's not there. And to the point where I'm like... Oh, is it now part of the movie-going experience? Which is a testament to her star quality. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But, like, here's what I'll say I really don't want to see. I don't want to see any Nicole Kidman AMC gay Halloween costumes come October. I want to see two things. Barbie <laughs> and Ariana Maddox at the Vanderpump reunion. And the revenge dress. And the revenge dress. I want to see all my gay guys trying to get into that garment. Which, by the way, is not a practical garment for a reunion because no. you have to sit. 
But she looked amazing sitting. She looked incredible. She really pulled it off, didn't she? She really did. And I want to see um, my Jenna Lyons is out there. Oh, that would be really good, a Jenna with, Lyons costume. With what she calls a landing strip. Yeah. Not I, not exactly what she thinks it means. No, not. But, you know. I think that we both could be Jenna Lyons. I mean, yes, both of us. You and I, we would both represent different parts of Jenna Lyons. What part would you I represent? I would be Jenna Lyons pre-veneers. <laughs> and you... <laughs> You would be Jenna Lyons. The binary. The binary. Pre-veneers and you would be Jenna Lyons post-nose job, which I only say that because it's it's all a genetic condition. Mm-hmm. And like, I actually think this is an amazing case study and like, get the work done. It's, yeah. it's, all, it's all gender affirming care. Do you know what I mean? Well, speaking on this, did you know that right now there was a news article Uh-oh. that says that Hollywood actresses yes. are in mass getting work done? right now during the strike. So they're going to their doctors and there is actually a huge movement amongst Hollywood A-listers and B-listers. Oh, don't forget the B. It's actually real culture number 49. Don't, don't forget, forget the, the B-listers. Listers. They're all moving to get their work done now right. because the strike is going to go on for a while. So we're going to be seeing all the girls with new faces, heads, knees, shoulders, toes, toes. etc. Full head transplants. I can't wait. I say get them. Get them. Should we get some? I might get a little little third eye. <laughs> I want a little eye transplant. You want to get a little third eye? I want a third eye. Speaking of the third eye. I think this is a perfect transition. There is some cards on the table. And cards on the table, there's some cards on the table. <laughs> Thank um, you. We have, can I just see what the deck is? Here we go. We brought our sis in. Ask your guides. Oracle, Oracle cards. cards. We need to get into these. We're going to get into these. I don't trust anyone to tell me my fortunata. Like my girl. And like this actually girl. is a moment in Lost Cult history because I think probably the number one most referenced person on the podcast is probably Sudi. Mm-hmm. But that's only because we've known her much longer. Right. We've known Sudi for decades. Decades. But there was a before and an after. It's a movement, not a moment. It's a movement, not a moment. Of One day my sister shows up and goes, I was talking to House. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who? And then I, I didn't even have to ask it out loud because I was like, there's that guy. You felt threatened. I did not feel threatened. I was actually so overjoyed. Mm-hmm. Dude, why are you shaking your leg? I was not. No, my sister moves out to LA. I miss her terribly. Mm-hmm. And then I see this person come into her life and I say, it's all going to be okay. And I said, I had to bring her into your life. And then it was kind of a beautiful moment. I'll never forget. <laughs> I I love house so much. I love house as in the unit house mm-hmm. and the individuals that comprise house. Yeah. So this is the big episode for the readers because they get to meet House. And what I am pointing to on the table, cards on the table, are these Astral Guides Oracle cards. And he said he was going to bring these to the podcast recording. And I sort of just in the back of my mind was like, I don't think he even really does that. And then you came in and asked, do you do this? And he said, no. Oh, no, it was actually the the lovely woman we just met. It was Enid who asked, do you do this? And he said, no, but I can do it. Yeah. Which is a perfect way to answer. That's actually something that everyone out there needs to know about astrology. Even if you can't do it, you You can can do do it. it. Because, like, watch this. So I've pulled out this card. This is intuition and inner child. So what I'm seeing for you— Not a tarot card, by the way. What I'm seeing for you is that you need to honor yourself. And if you don't start honoring yourself now, you never will, Bowen. And if you're not laughing and smiling and playing with the inner child every day, you're doing it wrong. I am literally on a reparenting journey. And how could you have drawn that card were it not for the cosmos? 
I have the gift. And so does our guest. And, and so does Sonia but Choquette. Does Sonia Choquette. What a name. Choquette. Choquette. Oh my God, me in the bedroom. <laughs> they call me a Choquette. I'll be... <laughs> oh, so you're you're the choker. I actually hate choking sexually. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like when people... Because people also get crazy about it. It's hard to regulate. Well, yeah, because you can't breathe. Listen, if you like choking, I bet you're a damn Republican because you hate the regulation. Okay? Oh my God, I'm so shook. I know. I think we need to cut straight to this. And bring our guest in, wouldn't you say? Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary friends, please welcome into your ears House, House aka Patrick Rogers. Wow. Ah! It's House. your moment. House. 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 And now they get to hear your iconic, like Midwestern voice <laughs> finally say the word house. 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 So Midwestern. Indiana? So, yeah, Indiana. <laughs> Born and raised, baby. Born and raised, baby. Corn fed, Midwest best. Corn oh. fed. See, and I bet that people, when they knew that you were coming on the podcast when they went on today, they thought that you would have a voice sort of like us, like sort of a faggy voice. Yes. And then you sort of come in and you had sort of this like authoritative. Yes. What would you say? How would you call it? Sort yourself? of a choker voice. <laughs> oh, I think. No. You don't choke. I if think. If they like it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, bottom's choice. Bottom's choice. Is what I say. Title of app. Title, title of, of app. Title See, of and here already. I was thinking the title of app would be house, but already it's bottom's choice. <laughs> bottom's choice. <laughs> now, can we go back to something? Yes. Yeah. Could I? Uh, Nicole Kidman. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah, because yeah. I yeah. feel we like. We need your input. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I think one thing we have to say is anything that is that iconic and prolific needs to end at some point mm -hmm. because it's like in Christopher Nolan's Batman, you become the enemy of yeah. the story. That's, the, that's if, what they say That's in the what movie. they say in the movie. You become the enemy of the story yeah. if you're not. We can't keep doing the same ad. And no. a sequel? Honey, no. come on. There's never going to be anything better than the original. But didn't they say that she was filming a sequel? They said they that did. they were writing it. <laughs> They've been writing it for two years. Apparently, it's not been approved. And I don't blame them. Yeah, of course. For not approving it and for, write, for taking this long to write. But I will yeah. say... You go, you sit in your AMC, you've got yeah. your slushy, uh -huh. you oh, know, no. you got your popcorn, scared. Yeah. It, Nicole comes on, and whether the movie is bad, whether yeah. the movie is good, you're it you're in your entertainment church. Yeah, yeah. And she is the pastor 100%. saying, Come on in, baby girl, yeah. and just relax and enjoy yourself. Yeah. And it's yeah. nice to be led into yeah. that. I yeah. think that's a really nice way to start a film. So There's then where do you stand it. on this then? Should it end or should it be a pastor? It could never, it can never be again. Yeah. <laughs> it can never be again with her. But right. my God, they should try something else. Maybe Darling Nay could do something. Darling Nay could do something. Well, then that would, that really does come off as like, Nicole didn't want to do it. Yeah, it you should know. Be, it should be like Anya, Taylor Joy. I thought you were about to say Anya. Anya. Welcomes oh. you into the... Anya should be back on Anya screens. Should, should be back Had, on did screens. Did Anya ever act? Mm. Who, can say? <laughs> Who can say? Music, did, that's, music that's videos. Culture. That's real culture number 80. Did Anya ever act? act? Who can say? Anya at the Oscars, may it be? Lord of the Rings, oh. Fellowship of the Ring? I was saying, this woman is a performer. <laughs> Insane. Insane. It is, it's a disservice that she's in Ireland in her castle with her cats and she will <gasps> not leave. She will not leave. She will not see us anymore. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. Do you think she has a recording studio in the castle? She does. Oh, okay. You know this? Yes. There's an article, famous article from five years ago where they're like, Enya's this recluse. misanthrope, uh -huh. recluse. 
They go, they talk to her, people around her. There's all this stuff about her castle, her studio in there and stuff. It's fascinating. It's article. Irish Bjork. It's very Irish Bjork. Yeah. Very Kate Bush, you know. It's Kate. Our, our weird girls who we love. <sighs> I love it. You know, when they were saying that Billie Eilish is the new Kate Bush and we all laughed. Mm-hmm. And, and I now, cried. Now I get it. And I cried. And, and I, I cried. But I get what they're saying. Like young prodigy. Yes. Kind of like doing something different. Yes. Anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. No, I think it's an interesting comparison. I think it's more interesting that than when people say like Caroline Polachek. Oh, or Caroline Polachek. Which right, I don't right. think is necessarily as similar. We love her. We love her. My God. My God. We stand. We but stand. I don't think that that's really two of the same things. Sure. I just watched that. Um, they were just released again. You know how Billy Irish does the same interview? Yes, yes, every yes, year, yes. Yeah, every yeah, year. Yeah. So this is the sixth one, and I think it is a thing of like Nicole. It might be needing to end because it's getting to the point now where she is like watching herself from six years past, and she's kind of just like, yeah, man. Like I feel like I feel like the loop has closed on it. Yes. Whereas it's, it's like done. I don't know how much longer she'll do it, but Billie Eilish, as of late, seems like a very adult person. Whereas like I think what's been fun about those Billie Eilish interviews is it's like oh, watch the rise. figuring it out like yeah. as she goes like look how she changes. And now she's just sitting there and she's just like, wow, I can't believe I've done this every year. I really was young. And there's nothing else being offered in the vein of why we're interviewing her. It's just like it's been a thing. I like the concept. It doesn't have to be like Richard Linklater. Like I do like her more and more. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, you know, I that little Barbie song. The Barbie song stuck is good. in my head. Oh my! Well, in the film too, perfect yeah. moment in there. She, I saw it again last night and I almost cried. Wow. Mm. I've had that more emotional reaction the second time seeing it than I did the first. The first I was kind of just like overwhelmed and like I can't believe this movie. Like wow. And then the second time I think I was ready to receive the messages a little bit more and I was really really moved by it. And that part is like when they show all the images and cuts of different like women and girls throughout their life. I was like this is pretty special. I was moved. I was moved. I was teary eyed. I laughed. Mm. I got teary eyed. I had the full you know emotional story. Even on Lexapro. Mm-hmm. You, oh, especially you can do it you can do it yeah. you, know? you can do it should we confess something you and I what? our experience with another movie oh I think we should I think we should I here's think, what I'm I, gonna say I, I think everyone here's what we're gonna say and you know this is true special ops lioness is this what we're talking no. about <laughs> no we didn't make it through Oppenheimer you guys we wow. saw it in a theater <laughs> movie theater in a movie theater an AMC neither AMC nor Regal tough Village East by Angelica. Mm-hmm. Huge theater. I've many happy memories in that theater. I've seen the room there. I've thrown mm-hmm. plastic spoons at the screen there. I've seen, I've classic saw, New York theater. Classic mm-hmm. New York theater. Saw yes. Bridesmaids there for the first time. I was like, I will always remember this moment, you know? Mm-hmm. I will always remember this moment of Oppenheimer because one, the concessions line was too long. Down the block. Down the block. In a manner of speaking. Mm-hmm. And then the movie itself, our main thing was is Flo Pugh going to have tits out every scene she's in? She deserves better than this. Mm. Is Emily Blunt going to be an alcoholic nag in every scene she's in? She deserves better than this. Mm. And then well, it, yeah. That's like the theme of Christopher <clears throat> Nolan's filmography right, right. is that the women in them deserved much better than that. But like, I mean, literally, like, my thing with it was, with my one precious life, no more three-hour movies. Mm-hmm. And They're going to keep coming. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they show no signs of stopping. But my thing is, like, by the time Barbie is over... The bomb hasn't even gone off in Oppenheimer. Right, right, right. And the bomb was going off in little ways up until the hour and a half mark for us anyway, where Matt was truly jumping out of his seat and we were like, this is not. Did you see this? I haven't. Yeah. Right. 
And if you enjoy it, please. If anyone enjoys this movie, I celebrate. But it, for <laughs> us in that moment on a Monday night after the weekend we had. Uh, when what did we do that weekend? I don't know. I think we just like hung out. Oh. <laughs> um, a big weekend. It was a big, weekend, weekend, was a big weekend of hanging out. hanging out. But you were so relaxed from it. And then to go into Oppenheimer I and know. get jilted around. Oh, this is what I wanted to say about the Angelica of it all. You feel it. And this is not a drag on them. It's a kind of a drag on the movie because I realize I've had this problem with Christopher Nolan's movies a lot. I can't hear them. Like mm. when I saw Interstellar in what I thought was a great movie theater years ago, like I've given that movie the benefit of the doubt and I tend to give his movies the benefit of the doubt. I actually am a huge fan of his. I couldn't hear this movie right. and I could not hear Interstellar to the point where I was just like, what is it? Like, right. is it just that everything is so, the score was so, it just covered the whole movie yeah. in a way that his his scores do. And I was just like, girl, I can't with my one precious right. life. I, I haven't seen the film yet. And I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, yeah. so I'm excited to going see back. it. Yes, going way back. I just mentioned Batman. You mm -hmm, know, you uh, sure did. who else has heard of that film? No, no one. But I will say, I saw Tenet when it was out around the pandemic, and that film was so confusing. To yeah, me. Mm. I felt like my grandmother trying to watch Matrix. Yeah, yeah I kept yeah. turning right. to my friend, being like, "What is now, who?" What uh, is going and on you're a smart here? Guy. Who said what to who? And I went to college. Yeah, you you're know, a smart I'm guy. educated. I. I know some stuff. 100%. I couldn't figure out who was what. And poor Elizabeth Debicki, legs in the air. She looked eight feet taller than everybody. Oh, he didn't know how tall. to shoot her. Tall girl. And you know, I'm a six foot three man. I respect these tall, tall girls. girls. Yes, tall girls. I respect these tall girls. And I don't like when men don't know how to film them. Yeah. They got her in an SUV, legs out in the air. She's yeah. looking like Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's just, it's a sick way to treat a woman. Yeah, I, I think. would agree. It's I would sick. agree. And you know, the thing is, in this film, how tall do you think Emily Blunt is? 5'9". Okay. She looked 5'11 in she the trailer. She looked, she looked really tall. I don't know what that is. It's he's filming them from up, yeah. trying to get up their skirt. Why yeah. are they looking well, so tall? Here's the thing. Why would literally to go back to the Florence Pugh of it all? She really was nude the entire movie. House, and then you're gonna not be able to handle it. And there's and no that's reason my girl. for it. I know we love flow. The reason is that like there's sex, no problem. We love heard that. of it, heard of it. But then like that character, that person in real life, like sad little ending there. Then where's Killian's cock? Okay, I'm sorry, but like if why is mm -hmm. the woman nude the whole time? Yeah. You get flow tits, you get Killian cock. That's the equation. That's the equation for a happy film. I'll tell you what. Because on paper, every project looks like it's going to slay. Yes. Right. So you can see why she would want to do something like this. Christopher Nolan is one of our current auteurs of cinema. Yeah. I think any actor actress would kill to have a role. Of course, I think she saw the role. At least it wasn't The Housewife. You know, mm -hmm. I'm sure she thought there was something interesting there. She's never done sex like that. I mean... I'm thinking Lady Macbeth. Was there that much? I don't think so. Right. There was famously there when um, Harry Styles ate her out in Don't Worry Darling. And mm. then she was pissed about it. Remember, she was like, stop reducing this movie to just the sex. Because right. then Olivia Wilde was out there being like, in my movie, only the women come. Right. Remember that right. narrative? Olivia Wilde, in my movie, only the women come. And then you find out at the end, like, all the women are being brutalized. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. They come to, to grips. <laughs> they come to grips with the fact that with men the are their oppressor. Oh, God. <laughs> but Flo, you know what? Flo, I think, well, I was going to say, Emily probably looked at the script and said, I'm the nagging wife, but at least I'm on a horse. And I'm yeah. like, they can shoot me tall. Fun to be on a horse. I'll say that. Yeah. You know, Actually, ever, not fun. Not fun to be on a horse. Run horse for camera. Guess what? Oh. This crew, and I love this crew. <laughs> 
<laughs> but this crew decided to have a drone. And of course the horse don't know what the fuck that is. No. And then I I almost died. Almost I didn't tell you this? No. Almost died in this Iceland. This wasn't the narrative that you came back with from Well, Iceland. there were the, the, <laughs> the other narrative from Iceland was that I had a piece of used toilet paper. My own used toilet paper stuck to my shoe and then everybody on set saw and walking around set with a shitty with, piece with, of with toilet a, with paper a, with, coming with, from his pants. With a big brown on my pants. <laughs> big old brown. The big old brown. But the other narrative iconic. iconic. The other narrative is was riding on horses and wouldn't you know, the drone even Hundreds of yards away, these horses can clock. They were spooked. Yep. Yes, they were spooked. And then I almost uh, fell Not off. a horse can clock? Not a horse. Not, true with, Not girls, true with these, these girls. girls. A horse could clock. A horse, a horse could, could clock. clock. Famously. Famously. So you almost got bucked. I almost got bucked. And there was part of me, though, that I was like, this is a good way to go. Chic way to die. Very Chic way to die. Bowen Yang was on set in Iceland. Iceland. He was thrown from a horse and passed. Now, I remember the narrative. Uh, you loved Iceland. Though. Oh, well, let's we say need to that. talk about. Let's you say guys that have both had incredible because Iceland Because I just got back from Iceland you a few to, weeks ago. Tell us about your Iceland experience. Iceland is one of the most magical places I've ever Agreed. been. Agreed. The people are so funny. Yep. A deeply funny people. I've never seen you so happy than when you came back. It was it one of the best vacations I've ever taken in my life. First of all, with Josh and Aaron, yeah, who the, number one. the, the readers number know. Girls. Oh, please. Um, and Fuckin they're and just the easiest people to travel with. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we've done Fire Island with them. They're very easy people to be around. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they know people from their improv days. Big improv scene in Iceland. Big, huge improv scene in yeah. Iceland. You would yeah. never Randomly. know this. You'd never, who would guess? <laughs> I wouldn't guess that. And so their friends from improv have a summer house, take us to the summer house in the south of Iceland, Waterfalls everywhere. We're going fosses. to uh, fosses. Fosses. Golgafoss. Golgafoss. Which is their backyard. Foss. Oh. Golgafoss. Um, <laughs> we're seeing puffins and manatees. They which, eat the puffin. Uh, they eat the puffin there. I did not. not I did great. not partake. Not great. In What's puffin? a puffin? Is a little, little gorgeous penguins. little bird. They're eat for sport? Not often. Not often. Not often. It's like an old Icelandic tradition, yes. but they don't really keep it up with right. it they anymore. They eat puffins, don't they? They eat puffins, don't they? Don't they? But no, it was just like the people were amazing. Reykjavik's so darn cute so and cute. charming. They're obsessed with water. I, I House knows this. Mm -hmm. House and I used to go every Sunday to We Spa in LA when we both lived there. It's just one of the we great institutions in Los we gotta Angeles. We got to go to Sojo Spa. I I was saying we, we need go. to do that soon. It looks amazing. It's amazing. I've yeah. got, I've got What's Sojo Spa? It's in, it's in Jersey. It was what I was oh. going to do before Beyonce. It's like yeah. five floors. It's incredible. We, yes. You also need to join us at the, what's Are the one we? we went to? Governor's Island? The Governor's Island Spa. It's a little bit of a trek, but so is Jersey. I'll go. I'll go. It's a trek, but you they take the ferry right there. They like have their own ferry. Oh, that's nice. So, it's really you know, good. spa ferry. Um, but anyway, they're obsessed with spa culture. Where and did you go? Did you go to Blue Lagoon? Went to Blue Lagoon. Went to Blue Lagoon. Did you go to Sky Lagoon? I think so. Sky I can't remember great. the other name. It's outside Reykjavik, but I think uh -huh. it's Sky. But you're on the water and you're in like these rocks. You went to and Sky. You're in the water. You went to Sky. In a hot lagoon. It's yes. insane. When they, now, can I ask, when they say hot lagoon, just how hot? Oh, perfect, perfect temperature. temperature. 92 or 92. Some such. And you walk up and they, with all of these, they've walk up bars and you have your like wrist thing. So you're clock. Let me get an clock. Aperol spritz. Clock, clock. Let me get a da da da. Clock, clock. Let me get some wine. And so I'm <laughs> tipsy as hell looking. You at, would love it. I would. Look, this is so the vibe. Looking at the stunning ocean, the clouds oh are God. passing by. It's in summer. It's a nice 60 degrees. Like it was just. Sun I don't set really... till 1130 p.m. Yeah, that was yeah. part of it. And then I said, let's go for New Year's Eve. And then they said, well, that's when there's only three and a half hours of sunlight or whatever. The yeah. And and no one's going out. That's yeah. what I heard. Highest density of uh, puffin. 
of puffin <laughs> of <laughs> Sorry, in the world. Highest density of um, people who write novels per population. <gasps> Isn't that beautiful? This is Novelist the, per capita? Novels yes, per capita. Yes. Fascinating fact about Iceland. This is the thing about Iceland and the Icelandic people. There is no original sin. The Vikings just got yep. there. No one was there. there. Let's build a town. Yep. They didn't have to kill anybody. Nope. Didn't have to like make anybody feel crazy or oppressed. They don't have the guilt. They don't have the shame. And I'll tell you what's one cool other thing is that there's only one real gay bar because yes. gay queer people are so integrated into the culture that they there's don't. There's no need for our, their own safe little space. They don't really need it. They're out at all the straight bars with everybody else, mm -hmm. chilling, hanging out. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. Like, it was very, very special. Ugh. And the actors there, oh, can honey. I just say, the people who played my family, I probably talked about this already, on Nor from Queens, it was like the Meryl Streep of Iceland. Really? And it was like the like leading character actor of Iceland, and they've known each other for 30 years. They're like, hey, how are you? And then they like, they're like, we love doing comedy. <laughs> Because they're like, <laughs> all we do here are like Nordic noirs and it's so depressing. Everyone's getting raped and killed oh my God. on our shows. It's always Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. And then they're like, this is this is fun. They're like, we want more comedies. So you go there. It's like this incredible community spirit. Mm -hmm. yes. And then the reason why you were there was to see Bjork. Bjork. Do a yes. DJ set. So talk about this. So basically what happened was Bjork was supposed to do her concert there. She's doing like a flute orchestral moment. Yes. yes. Well. I saw this at Coachella. She couldn't make get the flutes to Iceland because of some. It was, <laughs> it, was it, it was it was a supply chain. <laughs> it was a supply thing, chain wasn't it? thing. Yeah. yeah, and so she was <sighs> like, "Shoot, well, anyone who is outside of Iceland and bought flights, I'm gonna do a DJ set for Bjork you." Bjork said, "Shoot." She said, "Darn it." <laughs> she said, "Darn it." <laughs> oh my gosh! It. And so she said, "I'm gonna do a fabulous little <laughs> DJ set for you." And so, so the way that was explained to me was there was supposed to be a big concert in Iceland. Yes. And then she said, I'm canceling it. If you are from Iceland, sorry, girl, I'll be yes. back later. Yes. But international yes. ticket holders yes. got a special DJ yes. set. How, and how, how could they tell? Based on like where you purchase. Well, I'm sure your credit card. You understand? You understand. Oh, yeah. So anyway, we go there. She holds it at her friend's art gallery. It's 100 people. <gasps> That's it. And she, it's, we're scheduled. It's supposed to be like two and a half hours. And we're like, is she going to do a full two and a half hours DJ set? So we get there. She's in her garb. She yeah. dressed up. The girl is fully in a green wig. And like there's some fungi sprouting outside of, out, out of her. And like she's wearing like a gown uh -huh. and like a cape and yeah. the full thing. And she's just up top, like five feet above us, just like a little bit above us. And like doo -doo -doo, saying hi. And then she does... A two and a half hour set. She starts with 40 minutes of classical remixes that she does herself into tropical beats, in, <laughs> into hardcore rap, into like indie remix. It is the most insane DJ set I've ever heard in my life. And she's just like fully like jumping with the audience, yep. like getting her life, sweating her tits off. It was Unreal, one of like the most sacred experiences I've had. I'm she was so amazing. Glad you had that. This woman, did you ever listen to the podcasts? Yeah, oh she does like free album. Yes, this woman knows music in oh. a way that you would never believe. She it's, knows everything about everything. It's crazy. It's I mean, wild. even Sugar Cubes. I mean, she was like eleven writing insane yeah. music. I mean, she is a prodigy yeah. in like the truest sense, and Truly. continues to evolve, which is 
exciting to like have an artist you've loved since you were a kid and they keep doing new things, yep. you know? Doesn't always happen. Doesn't always happen, you know? Mm. Like it's really interesting when you have someone who has that stamina. Yes. Because that they don't all. Because some of them are hole up in their Irish castles with their cats and with don't their come cats out. and won't say hi to me. Is that kind of flop though? I mean, are we let's let's take Enya to task because come on. Come on. We need it. We need Give it. Give it to us. What is the other Enya song that's really good? It's only time. Um, okay. sail, away. sail away. Sail away. Yeah. That is a fucking gorgeous song. What was the C D that was like pure moods that would come on your Celtic moods? Celtic <laughs> And that song was always blasting on the TV. (laughs) They were selling that CD in that. Celtic moods. Celtic (laughs) moods. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. Bowen, we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire, part time, or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Speaking of people who like continue to evolve and stuff, we did just see Beyonce this oh. week. Oh, I mean, God. the East Rutherford show. The- and I love when I love whenever anyone plays MetLife and they go, New Jersey. Contractually, like, I think they can't say New York. Yeah. You know right? what I would do if I was one of the girls and I'm going to act it out? 
If I was Taylor, okay, okay, and yeah. this is uh, you have to understand when Taylor Swift is on stage at MetLife, she's Taylor Swift. Yeah, yes, yeah, so unless time. unless it's the Evermore or Folklore section. She's she's only Taylor Swift when it's Evermore Folklore and when she does the surprise songs. Go. And also, you could argue that Taylor Swift makes an appearance sometimes in the Fearless section. Sure. So this is my impression of what I would do as uh-huh. Taylor Swift if I'm on stage at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Be cheering for me. Woo! Yes. Thank you, everyone. It's so fun to be in New Jersey tonight. Woo! Hi, New York. And then I would go. But you know what she did in 1989? I think I have a pretty solid memory of this. And it's been, you know, documented, recorded. I think she went, it's nice to be in Jersey. Some people came in from New York. And even Connecticut. Oh, and then people booed. I would boo. Shut up. You suck. Play the hits. Fuck you, Taylor. This sucks. Play blank space. I think Why, she, girl? I think she felt like she had the responsibility <laughs> to do all, the entire tri-state. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was like, some fishermen uh, from Maine. <laughs> yes. Rhode Island, Queens, stand up. All of a sudden, she becomes like <laughs> Rhode Island <laughs> Queens. Yeah, uh, Rhode Island Queens. What do you Cut think? To the permanent what? <laughs> so this is a Taylor Swift community right here. What do you think? And I'm really already willing to jump ahead. What do you think is the next era of Taylor well, Swift? Well, first of all, it's August 1st. So let's say salt, salt air, air and the rust on your door. door. Do say the August prayer. And that's August. August prayer. So I'm glad we got to that. Yeah. I, you know. Because let's break down all the eras. Okay, next Taylor era. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was very much Taylor Swift, like I'm country girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then Fearless was country superstar. Country superstar. Let me dip into Faith Hill aesthetic. Yes. Let me dip into yeah, that. Golden Girl. Golden, Golden girl. girl from the country. Yeah. Then was Speak Now was Disney Princess. Disney Princess. Yes. Red was pop crossover country superstar. Yes. I'm a woman. I'm, I'm a, a woman, woman now. And I'm I a have, woman. And I've actually been through things, Jake. Hmm. So now we're ready to talk where's about the Jake. Scarf, yeah, Jake. Where's the scarf? Yeah, where's the scarf? And that's like the, the color, the imagery. That was the first like sort of really Taylor Swift really started to come out. She yeah. crept out. She, she jumped crept out. out. Yeah. And then she jumped back in. And then she jumped back in. <laughs> but 1989 was Imperial Phase pop superstar in New yes. York. Bitch. Yes. First Imperial Phase, some might argue. Yeah. Girlfriends first. Every night is a girl's night. Yes. Pink. Barbie. Very that. Very, very, very Barbie. Barbie. Super I mom. mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls night only. No boys allowed. Yeah, no right. boys allowed. Just Ken. Like, if Margot Robbie was around at the time, like, she would have been in the squad, like, etc. And she wasn't yeah. around at the time. Was Can you not? believe <laughs> we got every single stop she had? She was, she was introducing someone to yeah. come out on stage. Oh, you know Julia who we Roberts. got? You know who we got? Who? Uzo Aduba. Uzo Aduba. Wow. From in treatments. <laughs> from in- from in treatment. It was Uzo so funny because it was literally like, I think there was like six models came out. And then she literally goes, and now... <laughs> You know her from Orange is the New Black. And everyone was like, and there she was like, Uzo, Aduba! And Uzo Aduba comes out and stomps the runway. Everyone's screaming, screaming. She had a good stomp. I bet she served. She did. She was ready. First of all, she doesn't not serve. She doesn't not serve. I did do something last year at the Emmys night before party where I was very excited to see her. The only person I was excited to see. And I did go up to her and say, I'm a huge fan. She goes, thanks. You're calling her out? I'm calling her out a little bit. I was a little disappointed. And now mm. I know that sometimes I should try to avoid that energy. You know what I mean? Yes. But it's not to. What if I'm we find out? What if, this, what if this now makes the circulation and it gets back to Uzo Adubo? Uzo, Uzo Adubo. Uzo Aduba, And it's like, 
oh no, I know who he was. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like that. I, would I don't like that guy. I don't like, I don't that, like guy. that guy. No, that's, that's the guy from SNL. <laughs> I, don't I don't like him. him. Uzo Dubo comes out. I hated Fire Island. <laughs> she thought his politics were wrong. She disagrees. she disagrees. You know, this is like when I went to the SAG Awards and I ran into Robert yes. De Niro. And I said, thank God we finally met. Yeah, this is really, that's a good line to Robert De Niro. And he thank laughed. God we finally <laughs> met. Laugh. That's really I, funny. I was drunk, drunk as a skunk. Yeah, you were Louis Patel and that I was, pissed him off. Oh yeah, Louis was fussy fussy. Was and I was, ha- I was getting my life. Wasn't there someone else you went up to? I, God, am I going to say? Zoe Kravitz. I, I went up Zoe to Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz and I held her hand and I said, baby, you can say faggot. She said, no, he goes, no, she, he's not giving him no credit. He said, baby, in that dress, you, you can, can say, say faggot. faggot. I'm sure she could. And she, I think she considered it. She said, it. thank you. <laughs> Baby, in that Thank dress, you, you can say faggot. faggot. To Thank Zoe Kravitz. You. Yeah. <laughs> I was having fun. I'm sure. Well, yeah. Um, did we meet anyone? Uh, every time I've been with you to the Emmys, that was sort of like pre- Well, like Michelle Williams and Busy Phillips was that oh, first Oh, that year. was an iconic first meeting. Yeah, yes. yeah. Busy Phillips was coming back from the bathroom right behind us with Michelle Williams. And she looked at us and she goes, you guys are doing it right with those drinks. We were double fisting cocktails. Of course. And then did she reveal that she knew who you were? She did not reveal. But then when she came on the podcast, she said that she, she said, did know at the time, which I don't, Busy, I don't think I believe you. No, she, I think she did. I, I actually think that she, you are well known. It is known who Bowen is. <laughs> yes. Not, it is known. It is known. It is known. But Uzo, oh, 1989. Oh, I was going through the t- t- yes, Okay, the okay. Go, yeah, go, go sorry, we got eras. sidetracked. Um, okay, so what I was saying was, that then there was 1989, which was Imperial Phase pop star, like, nah. Then, of course, there was the great fall in the media, Reputation, and then that was the great album, Reputation. The greatest, the great. one of the greatest albums of all time, of all time. Reputation. You're right, you're right. It is so important that we speak that because yes. some of these girls I think they don't know there there was a narrative and yeah. it got put on that album oh. and it was it was false there well, were many lies spread I'll tell you the li- one of the lies that Taylor told herself was yes. that that album was a failure because in the Miss Americana documentary yes. she the, she on camera doesn't get the Grammy nominations and she's like okay well I just have to make a better album and I almost had to stand no. up and scream at the TV because I was like no this was the album this was the you album. need to say that direct to camera. Reputation was the album, and we've actually said it many times because it actually won Album of the Year again this year. It did. Yes. It won Album of the Year at the Cultural. No, no, Awards. it didn't. It did it not. It won Best Era. It won the Eras Award for Best oh, Era. Oh, it won the, the Eras Award for Best Another Era. Another great award. Yeah. Equally yeah. esteemed. Equally esteemed. So then after that was, of course, Lover, which was Queer Rights, which was, <laughs> of course, Love is Love is Love is Love. It was mm-hmm. The Color Rainbow. Mm-hmm. It was giving uh, Purple Clouds, Pink Clouds. the Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. And then we, of course, had her doing interviews again because reputation was, there will be no explanation. There is only reputation. Mm-hmm. I am not speaking to you because you did me wrong. But if yep. you listen to the music, I'm actually happy. Happier than ever. Not that's not Taylor. No, that's Billy. But keep going. Then was followed by folklore, which was of course pandemic, like country girl. You're yeah. a folklore. I'm a folklore gal. I was just talking to someone about this too over the weekend. The album that turned them onto Taylor. The album that turned Patti Lapone onto Taylor. Was folklore? Was folklore. Remember she tweeted? She was like, Yeah. I just went for a drive with my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> we put on the new Taylor Swift album. She's a poet. Wow. She She's a poet. Hey, better late than never, Patty. Yeah. Patty. And you know who Patty likes? Sondheim. Sondheim. Yeah. Then of them. She was... likes writers. Yeah, she, she, likes she, writers. Rarely, she rarely listens, listens to, people to people who do not write. write. 
Know that. Know that. Then After Folklore was, of course, the superior album of the pandemic, which was Evermore. Mm. I get in a lot of trouble about saying this, but House and I are together on this. It is such a powerful statement. Winter Girl. Winter Winter Girls. girls. Winter Girls. There's nothing quite like it. No one's ever written anything quite like it. No one's ever written anything quite like that. It really takes you back home to your hometown in a way that it's a place. It really puts you Uh there in a way that I think is so specific. And I'm still trying to figure the album out. And that's how you know it's good. First of all, I'm still solving it. During the Evermore era of the Eras Tour, (laughs) you hear... Tis the damn season. Mm. You're changed. You're horny. Changed. You're horny. And it, that's about the hometown, baby. Amen. Amen. Then midnights, darkness. It's the theme is of course being up late. Yes. The theme is anxiety. Anxiety. The theme is agita, and yet the theme is best believe I'm still bejeweled. When I walk in the room, <laughs> I can make the whole place shimmer. shimmer. What is the next era? The next, well, you know, there are reports that Max Martin and Shellback are back in the studio with her. Yes. What does that mean? It means imperial pop. It means like undeniable pop hooks are are, are coming back. Not that Midnight's didn't have them, but Midnight's was, I think Midnight's was less sort of. It's a little lo-fi. It's a little lo-fi. It's a little bit like vibes. It's a little bit like, it's a little vibes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's a vibey album. It was actually, I think, exactly what I predicted it would be, which Uh is, what did I say? It was like... um uh, like early 2000s, like... Yeah, like Death Cab. Death Cab vibes. vibes. Yeah, like, yes. I, I thought that... Of the indie pop era. Yes, indie right. pop era. Like, um, what's that called? Uh, Such Great Heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of situation. Uh-huh. Postal uh-huh. Service. I feel like, yeah, Postal Service. Like, that that type of thing and is the closest we've gotten from her Jack to Antonoff is definitely very immersed in that world and very interested in that world. And I think as a consumer of Taylor, I'd be very... I'm very interested to see post-Jack mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. a little bit more... A little more Coke... A little less K, you a, understand? A little more yeah, coke, a little less K. Yeah, I'm ready to get her back on her feet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like with, with, without yeah. Jack, I don't think we need Jack for a minute. I I I like what he's done. Big fan of that guy. Big yeah. fan of that Love guy. guy. But I I just think that artists need to work with new producers and expand themselves. And I think sometimes when you get into these relationships and these patterns, you can be creating similar things for a number of. So would you you say? Yeah, go. Well, I was really quickly. Would you think so? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about what Jack did to Lord with? The yellow, the album. yellow album. The yellow album. The yellow album. The yellow album. With Sunset Cruise. With Sunset What's Cruise. Called? What's it called? It's called Solar Power. <laughs> solar Power. With yeah. Solar Power. Um, do I? <laughs> Which is famously an album that Jack Antonoff did to Lord. Yeah, he did to I Lord. I think so. I think that Lord has been a darling of critics for a very long time. And I think sometimes having a miss makes you even greater Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes in your early career having a miss like that can make you hungrier and ready for in a new way for an era that's more exciting so I'm hoping that the lesson is you know Jack flopped now I fly I hope so I hope so God I hope so I fucking love I, I love, love Lord, but Lord. I will say this: there was not a bone in my body that could get into that album. Melodrama, that is oh, one period. of my favorite one of the perfect concerts. albums of our generation. It, yeah. It's a perfect album, yeah. and to go from that mm-hmm. to Yellow album it, <laughs> is it's shocking. It's really shocking. I to think the system. maybe there was just like there was this thing, and I think there's this thing with Lord where it's like 
she took a really she took a much bigger swing than I think she thought she did. Yeah. Yes. Cause there wasn't anything to latch onto with that album. Like even the first single, like people seemed excited about it for like I was excited for exactly twenty four hours. I was gonna say forty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like and then it like kinda went away and I was just like, Yeah, there needs to be something else. Also, maybe it didn't feel as fresh and new as she thought that was gonna mm-hmm, sound. Mm-hmm. Cause like Harry Styles was kind of doing a similar type thing, right. at least aesthetically anyway. Yeah, like, yeah, felt like yeah. really pop mm-hmm. and a lot to latch on to. Does that make sense? Or is uh, yeah. that bad? No, no, no. That makes sense. Ultimately, that which is a house saying, ultimately, ultimately I think that the production wouldn't have stopped it if the writing were better. Mm-hmm. I do think that that album was not written as well as melodrama. Uh-huh. And I think that the production exacerbated that yeah and i do think that having an album flop like that could very well be great for her i think there's many lessons in failure and as many lessons in failure more so probably than in success Absolutely. and so hopefully you know she takes that and and makes a really strong beautifully written album because melodrama is so well written I, I mean yeah i actually with all knowledge of the fact that melodrama is her greatest work to date i still prefer Pure heroin because of where it takes me back to. Which is like right after college. Right Right after college. I remember I was like, this is so lame. But I was like very much in like a place. I was like experimenting with weed a lot. Like smoking a lot of weed for the first time. And like listening to like 400 Lux and being a little stoned and like walking around New York. I felt that I was like killing it. Uh And like I just love pure heroin so, 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 so much. And then melodrama I can fully respect is like probably one of the greater albums of the past like yeah who's to say that solar power though in like two albums from now is gonna be like her reputation do you know what i mean because there really was a stench on that on reputation for a long time i don't think there was from the media from from the media i think there definitely was well they pissed at her because they were she wasn't talking to them i think that the audience loved reputation yeah well i just remember the day that reputation leaked i remember this day one person in particular, I won't say his name, it was like, ugh, do you want me to send you Taylor Swift's disgusting bad album? And I and I had already listened to it at that point. And I wanted to be like, I'm Cola enjoying Scola. it. Seven. It was not Cola Skull. <laughs> it was them. <laughs> it was them. Here's what I'll say. I, I will cup to this. When Look What You, you Made, made me, me Do first came yeah. out, I was like, no. Yeah. I, I will go on record as saying, yeah. which by the way, it's now... First of all, when she does it in the concert, so you're living and screaming, and now yeah. I love it and uh-huh. I get it. When it first came out, I think I didn't like the whole angle of like I'm antagonizing the media back after like all this stuff. And if you if you really think about it, like that was such a difference from what she had done totally. that I was just like, I did not get it, did not like it, did not like the video. Whereas now I want to go back and I want to like lightly just slap myself in the face a little bit and say, shame on you. <laughs> but also with Taylor, there's always typically besides anti-hero, there's backlash from every lead single. I mean, that's yeah. one part of being a yeah. Taylor fan is you're always a little off put by the lead singer. Mm. She's she's made the wrong choice, I think, a couple times. For uh, many times, in spite being, you know, this master Riddler uh, yeah. of sorts, the lead single she gets wrong a lot. It's uh-huh. it's an Achilles heel of hers. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You know who doesn't ever get the lead single wrong? Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce's lead single is never wrong. Break my soul formation. Break my soul was, and you hear it in the concert when you when you're at reputation. Yeah, yeah, you're like, break yep. my soul goes off so hard. For, and talk about a little renaissance. bit of p- renaissance. Is yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Did I? What did I you say? You said reputation, but sorry, I, I, I'm being stupid. I'm being. No, but I that was wrong. Well, 
No, 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 but I, I can kill that instinct. Do you know what I mean? But what if you hadn't said something? <laughs> then I would have been out here saying we were at the Reputation World Tour and, and when Beyonce said break my soul. Don't People fight in been front of me. My God. We're not fighting. We're coming back together. But I'll tell you why when we would have fought is if he had let me be out here looking like a fucking dumbass. Like I would have. <laughs> yeah, like you would have. <laughs> out here saying we went to the Beyonce show Re Reputation. Reputation. I'll tell you what, though. I would like to see Beyonce's cover of Reputation. Please. She would rip it up. Maybe that's yeah. Renaissance Part 2. Any cover. I wish she <laughs> if would. If Renaissance Part 2 is just Reputation. Act 2 is <laughs> <just> Reputation. <laughs> Renaissance Act 2 is just Beyonce recording <laughs> Reputation. This is all the best. She would slay all she the songs. She would slay all the songs. Do you guys have any theories on when uh, Act Renaissance two? Act 2 will be? Or what it will be? Every one of my theories has been wrong. Has been wrong and exhausted. Like the yeah. fact that there's not been any videos at this point, I think it's iconic. It's a, never it give iconic. it to us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't ever give it to us. Also, you know what I've been I doing? I love the withholding. I love the withholding. Yeah. You know what I've rediscovered? Just to sidestep for a second, and I do want to talk about this, but I have been all over Tina Knowles Lawson's Instagram. Mm. Mm -mm. That woman makes me laugh so She's much. Funny. When She's she does her fun. corny joke, she goes. Hi, everybody. Hi, it's time for a corny joke. <laughs> and she'll just tell the worst joke you've ever heard. And she'll, and she'll end everyone with being like, you know, that's funny. <laughs> like, and also she acts sometimes. Like, there's one. Wait, I have to play it. There's She's an one, actor. She's been in movies. There's one. She has been in movies. She was in that movie with. Um, she is, I will say, like one of the most charming social media presences. Yeah. I like social media with older people like it's, there's less it of should the, be for parents it's she's like, such it's a, a mom I love yeah. like, it's more enjoyable I don't like when people are too curated on social media like it's fun to just have Beyonce's mom telling Courtney's jokes yeah, exactly. and shopping at Costco you know this was my favorite video I watched yesterday I actually showed it to my mom I said mom you need to be more like her it was just on the sidewalk she's eating it was on the sidewalk and this is what she says she's sitting with Solange, Solange and I, is, that in, is that Angie Beans it's I'm Angie Beans okay, oh, okay, so, okay. so it's Tina Knowles giving direct to camera this is what happens hi we're at a little sidewalk cafe in Paris not really just New York City and it's not sex in the city, it's like lunch in the city. And Good. We, look, look, look who's here. And then she puts the camera to Angie and Solange, and they wave. Just eating lunch on the sidewalk. So we are about to get our grub on. What's your name? So we're about to get our grub. So we're about to get our grub on. I love. I love. It's not sex in the city. It's more like lunch in the city. I said absolutely. So also, true. So true. Perfect. The simplest joke structure, I would say, which is we're outside in a little cafe in Paris. Not really. We're in New York City. <laughs> Just perfect genius. little. That's the bait and switch. That's the bait and switch. Genius. Genius. Tina Knowles, <laughs> she really has it. She, she really I has will it. say, in that family, you don't get a ton of comedy. No. You really no. don't. Not since Goldmember. Not since Goldmember. And it's nice to have one of them be a comedy girl. You know? Oh, my God. I, and you realize, like, oh, so she's the comedy girl. Yeah. And, and, you know, because you got the serious daughter, the indie daughter. And, yeah. You know, right. And then you got the mom who's the comedy queen. Yeah, she's yes. more wacky. Like, I do more jokes. I will say, I wanted to say about the concert, what I appreciated was... When America has a problem, when she's in her B uniform, she's, she's doing she's physical comedy. It's campy yep. and really silly, and it's the most campy I've seen her 
in years. Yep. It's yeah. really fun. Like, I just love seeing her with that little wiggle in her bee costume. It's so silly. There was fun. comedy in the show when yeah. she goes to sleep. Yes. Cozy. That's cozy. Comedy. Yeah, that's comedy. And you know what? It's not comedy, but you can tell she's like, because formation... I would say was like her like I do stadiums now and it was yeah. severe. Yeah, and it was in, that, it was very like we're we're here on a mission. Yes. Galvanized. And that album is very is incredibly like yep. personally like heavy, politically heavy, all of that. Renaissance is the first time we've seen her in years be like the key changes during Love on Top. Like the look she's giving, she's like, oh <laughs> like she's like she's just having fun. She was. She was in, and it's I think she even said it. she's like, it's about enjoying life. Yes. She said it during the concert. Yeah. She gave a Wendy Williams, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I, I don't think she expected as many key changes as, she literally cut us off. Yeah, she cut us off. We were doing the like, love on top I, key changes. She said, okay, give yourselves a round of applause. And it was a little bit like, good job, but it was a little bit like, okay, stop. She told, enough, London, to, she, she told London to shut up too. <laughs> we were we, People were going crazy in London and then, she, and then I remember her being like, all right, all right. Okay, give yourselves, okay. all right, that's enough. It's embarrassing that we're the audience that couldn't go on mute though. <laughs> I was I on mute. The, the, the closest, we were, we were on mute. We were on mute the whole time. The audience that's done the best so far is Nashville. Mm. And so I think whatever the stop she has left, please, everybody, go do your on best. Mute. Go on mute. So pe tell people what this is, though. It's during energy when she goes, big wave in the room. Everybody, the crowd gonna move. Look around, everybody on, on mute. mute. And then you're all supposed to stop for what four you're counts. doing. For four counts. And the worst is when you look around and everyone gets it. And then you have two people that are like, woo! And I'm just like, no. What don't you understand about mute? What? Yeah. What don't you understand? Speak to a mute person. You know what they're not do? Talking, screaming, singing. They're mute. They're mute. Also, it's a command from Beyonce. I would advise that you listen, you know. And to then... the song here in my heart. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I was exactly. thinking. What if she had said, I want to do a special song tonight? And oh, she didn't listen. I would have been out. I would have been out. I would have fallen out. Are you kidding me? One of my favorite vocals of hers. I mean, it's such a good song, yeah, too. Beautiful song. I am alone out across the speaking, speaking of this. He just jumped out of his skin. He didn't expect that. <laughs> we right. need to get Dream Girls back on Broadway. It's been too You're long. You're right. Well, and and London, Weston got it. And they added listen to it. Doesn't make yes, sense they narratively, did. They but did I it want as a it. Duet. They want they did it as a duet. I don't but care. I love America, it. America, Broadway needs to get Dream Girls back on stage. Yes. America has Period. a problem. No dream no girls dream on girls Broadway. Broadway. That's Broadway. culture number ninety nine. America, America has, has a problem. problem. No, no dream girls, girls on Broadway. Broadway. Amber Riley was ready to come over here and win the Tony in a heartbeat. It, it would have been five, four, three, two, one. You know, that easy. it's actually important that we say this out loud on this actual particular podcast, because when we said out loud that we needed a Sweeney Todd big budget revival, it then happened. We got it. So True. this is a podcast where things get spoken into existence. Yes. So the that's just the what Broadway I want to say about that. The Broadway League is number one listener. They're Katie. They're Katie. Katie. The Everyone on Broadway is, is. Would we? Well, a lot of them are readers, publicists. A lot of them are finalists, I would finalists, say. Finalists, I would say. A lot of finalists on Broadway. But I, I want to say, in terms of the Beyonce of it all, what is the act two? When is it coming? I think it's a totally... Because if you look at the design of the Act One Renaissance, it says Act One Renaissance. Like Renaissance is the name of Act One. So Act Two, I think, is going to be a completely different thing, completely different vibe. Okay. I think Renaissance was the house album. I think Act Two is. I still think she is going to do some sort of country thing. I should definitely will. But I yeah, I think it will be whatever it will will be heavily instrumental. Like I do think it's going to be like mm. rock 
country, like it's going to be using like real instruments, like live band mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. vibe mm-hmm. is what I what I would imagine where she would pivot from this. <gasps> uh-huh. Maybe acoustic. I could see. I could see. I could but do see. you remember when she was in Vegas and she had the girls band and there was all oh, girls yeah. and she had that live rock band? I think something like that yeah. kind of. This is it. the first tour where she's had she's had the boys back. Yeah. yeah. You know, because for a while there it was it was yes. all women on stage. Yes. Boys are back in town. Boys are back in Big town. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> and Beyonce would often say, ladies. Right. It's actually roller coaster number eight. Beyonce, Beyonce would, would often say, say ladies. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com. Forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Strike Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. We have to ask you the question. Patrick Rogers, house. What is the culture that made you say culture is for me? Okay. So I thought about this. That's good. <laughs> For once. Um, so when I was growing up, my next door neighbors were these lesbians called Debbie and Carol. 
And I was obsessed with them. And I was best friends with their daughter, Lorne. Lorne, L-O-R-N-E. That's spooking me. Last name. <laughs> last name. Just take a guess the last name. Michaels? Michelle. No. This is just the craziest last name. Batman. No. B-A-T-M-A-N. Lorne Batman. Batman. Also, if you're listening to this, I love you, girl. Was it Batman? B A T M A N. But did you pronounce Batman? it Batman? Yeah. Batman. Yeah. So not Lauren Batman. Batman. Uh, well, you know. So Lauren Batman. So this girl was how old? Oh, we were, we were whatever, six or seven. <laughs> so this girl was how old? It's obviously a different age every year. <laughs> so you were six or seven. So this was in 1995. Something, yeah. So and it's very much established. So Lauren Michaels was very established and so was but, Batman. So essentially when you name your daughter Lauren Batman, you know exactly what you're doing or you should. Yes. Okay, sorry, Debbie and Carol. You kind of... Well, you. they kind of did something iconic. Well, uh, th this is in Indiana Lord. too, though. I mean, you know, this is you know, this is cornfields. So, yeah, right. sure. okay. So she was my best friend. We were really young, and we were obsessed with the Spice Girls. And we, I wouldn't listen to it at my house. I would only listen to it at Lauren's house. Mm -hmm. And Debbie and Carol knew I was obsessed with the Spice and Girls, they knew what and was they knew I was obsessed with Posh Spice. And they took me to see the Spice World <gasps> movie with Lauren, and then. They used to take me on vacation with them. Like, they took me to Key West. They knew I was gay, and they always, like, did things to, like, let me kind of, you know. Well, they surprised me and took Lauren and I to see Spice Girls on tour. Oh, my God. Deer Creek, Indiana. And they let me, they dressed me up like posh. And we got to go. I got to go to Spice Girls live, and I was dressed like posh. And I was just, like... Getting my life. It was the first time I was like out in the house, like kind of dressed girly. And uh -huh. like me and Lauren were just like roaming the concert, like on top of the world. And it was really kind of like, I was like, oh, like, yes, like this is, mm, this is like, this feels right. This is life for this sure. Not right. even just, not even just the Spice Girls, not even just the Spice Girls on tour, but like inhabiting Posh. Inhabiting po Posh, I got to, free myself of some of the already cultural notions of like being a boy yeah. and like mm. liking boy things at a very young age because Debbie and Carol knew and and let me kind of, you know, do uh, be a little um gay boy a at their posh, house as it were. This is really important because it's right before Britney, but we're the generation that kind of like missed the Madonna boat in mm -hmm. terms of like our childhood. So like yes. Spice Girls giving you like girl power in your face. And having that also mean like you can dress like us yep. is like a huge deal. Yeah, there were literally for, little, for little, little boys. There's like something this this is bizarre what I'm going to say. But like something about the 90s was like very like flavorful. You know what I mean? Like it's just like when I think of the 90s, I think flavors. Flavors. Mm. Like does that is that Bold. stupid? No, because literally like I was watching like an Instagram story of someone like in their car blasting like old school Mariah. And I was like. There's something like I'm or I'm immediately there and it's like it's even more evocative than the 80s to us, obviously, because we weren't alive at the at the time. Mm -hmm. But the 90s, it was like they they figured it out. They like dialed it to the exact right numbers. Well, it was maximalism in a way that our pop yeah. stars don't do as much. We got Gaga, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. into her streak. But I felt like like the Spice Girls are dressed as their names. Yeah, they're very saturated. They're, I guess yeah, that's what I mean. They're like, like yes, cartoon yes. characters. Yes. They're, yes. I'm scary. I'm dressed scary. I'm yeah. posh. I'm dressed posh. You know, they're they're giving you cartoon characters yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. archetypes yeah. that you could 
affirm yourself at. Yeah. You know? yes. And also they're giving you sex and they're giving you like fun and playfulness. And like, you know, as a gay boy growing up, like it was like, oh, they, you know, really got to be themselves fully and like do these tours together and be friends. And mm-hmm. it was very, you know. They were also doing like claiming of sexuality and using yeah. the word feminism and talking about girl power and also putting sisterhood first and like making that a message in their music way before people were talking about yes. that in like a intellectual sense. I, well, of course, Their obviously they were. girl power. But I literally mean, like we, there were five-year-olds saying girl power. And I yeah. remember I like, that was the first time I had ever even heard the word feminism is when like in Spice World, when they're dressed up as each other and one of them is dressed up as Jerry and they're like, feminism, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, feminism. <laughs> like me, a seven-year-old. Like, mm, I'm a feminist. <laughs> no, I know. And also like, you know, truth be told, I still think the music's great. I still think oh, they're yeah. one of the best girl groups we've ever had. Like, totally. they are icon status. That music, if you listen to the records, like, I'm sorry, I remember being at the concert, Deer Creek, Indiana, me dressed as posh, and they were doing Viva Forever. Yeah. And, and I I sobbed my little gay eyes out. Oh, I yeah. was, like, absolutely just like, oh, my God. What is, is so the best true. Spice Girl song? Oh, that's really hard. Two Becomes One. Um, That's a really good one. Two Become One is iconic. Who do you think you are? Mm. I mean, I think the answer is Wannabe, but I would say Spice Up Your Life. You can't it's ever so get away from it. It's when so they come out in the end of the movie mm-hmm. and they're coming out of the, the like fog yes. and they're like, la, 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 la. <laughs> no, it's like, that goes off. It still gets me hype. Like, oh, I can yeah. still listen to it. If that's blasting at the afters, I'm going to, like, be like, oh, yes, absolutely, yes. <laughs> also, that movie's fun. Oh, like, the movie is the so movie funny. Is so great. And by the way, we always say Posh turns out a comedic tour de force. She's a genius. I mean, her 73 Questions with Vogue is one of the funniest, of things, the funniest things I've ever. ever seen in my life. This is the funniest th- or one. This is the funniest single word anyone has ever said. What's the cause you care about? AIDS. <laughs> AIDS. When when the guy's like, do you think I should give her my grandma's old wedding ring or this new one? And she goes, ugh, don't give her that ropey old thing. That ropey old thing. (laughs) And then when her assistant comes in and she goes, I need to get you another dress. Dress. Where would you like to go on vacation? (laughs) Kenya! Kenya! (laughs) She's a freak. I love her. I'm still waiting on my outstanding achievement (laughs) award. There is so much about it that is so good. So So many moments. It's endlessly rewatchable. And she also, when she can't do a handshake, you think maybe this woman has never shaken a hand before. Because she goes up and it's like off and then it's off again. She's convinced that she only has one angle, which is like, yeah. Like that. Also, there's a moment where she she like hugs someone, like says hello to someone. She's like, you can tell she's so not used to greeting people. Yeah. She's like, how are you? <laughs> Great to see you. AIDS. No, she says AIDS. my award for outstanding achievement, or she says my outstanding outstanding achievement, achievement award. Because remember the last Culture Cultural Awards, Victoria we have Beckham Victoria Beckham, Beckham, award. Beckham outstanding achievement award. award, and and for her role in the Spice World movie, right? right. That's what it's. That for. is what we're referencing. Yeah. I mean, there is a part of the movie where this honestly might be part of the culture that made me say culture was for me in terms of sense of humor. There's the scene where they're all doing the obstacle course yes. and Posh, it's, it's revealed that Posh is just walking along on the side in her heels. Yes. I screamed. I said that and that is the 
gayest shit I've ever <laughs> seen. Like for me, like oh, to yeah. be screaming at her walking around the side, like, look, she's like, doesn't want to do the physical <laughs> obstacle course. Like she's too cute for it. Like I loved it so much. <laughs> this dress is dry clean only, Melanie. <laughs> Shut up, Jerry. She remember, remember what is it? What was it? It goes, um, it goes, um, I haven't seen this uh, since I the 90s. I spy with my little eyes something blue and they go, hospital. And Victoria <laughs> goes, shut up, Jerry. <laughs> I, I will say, like, she gets the comedy bits yeah. and yeah. that stuff. Like, th she is, like, very dry, sense of humor, mm -hmm. very British, very funny. Like, yeah. she can deliver a line, no, you know? she can. She's great in it. Holler is underrated. Holler? Oh, holler my, by the Spice I want to see oh, you holler. holler. Yeah, that's incredible. I just took a hard left into Holler, but we have to acknowledge that Forever, is that what that album is called? Yes. The... It, Yes, yeah, the, 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 the last, the last one. one, the third, yeah, is. I mean, it is just tragic when you listen to that, though. Mm -hmm. Like that, you're like, it's missing Jerry, even though it's like, yeah. did we ever like miss it that much? That's the thing is, it's like in all these groups, when one of them leaves, it is over. Like it's Fifth tough. Harmony was ended when Camila left. Like One Direction was ended when Zayn left. Yeah, because it's so uh. crazy that Harry was still in. That Harry wasn't the first to leave the group, and I think Zayn has come out since and been like, "Yeah, literally, the only reason I left was because I wanted to be the first to leave." Yeah, what do you get out of that? It stands you apart. It says I'm the solo artist. But and then he did not really. Well, he oh, like yes, had, he, did. he did, but it's like then he disappeared for like five years, didn't he? I think that's for like other reasons. Right, right, right. Because he like pushed Yolanda Hadid down a step. You laughed. I did not. <laughs> okay, we're there was like a drama where like he like wait there was like a so he famously was with Gigi Hadid, and then there was like a drama where like there was like a domestic dispute with Yolanda Hadid of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. In her fridge. In her fridge. Not in the big fridge. I'll never forget. She pushed her out. Of, he pushed her out of the fridge, and that that was the step. <laughs> I'll never forget. We were in Palm Springs together, which, by the way, we've talked about that faded Palm Springs trip. Iconic. Uh, when we get kicked, kicked out, out of the house, out. but oh, that was when I got house into Beverly Hills because you fell in love with Kathy Hilton sight unseen. I did. You it, you got it. You got it immediately. I just I did not realize that there were like funny people on the show. Oh like, yeah. You know, I just thought they were all bitchy or something. Like right. I, I just I really didn't watch it, so I didn't know. And that was just my context was like oh people like to watch them fighting i watched the show these girls are making me howl yeah. Yeah. these are funny funny they're girls funny. he loves the old new york new york is his girls i know they're just so fun i mean sonia and ramona and luann and beth and carol i mean they're so good he's watching the old one right well, now i did a speed watch of six just to like get to the part because i think we is it dorinda's in there Dorinda's not in there yet. Okay. Uh, Dorinda comes okay. season seven. Okay. Seven. Six is 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 Carol. Six and Bar Shop. Six is literally no 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 no. It, it basically, I wanted I wanted to watch the you're not this is gonna come out of nowhere. Okay. I wanted to watch the first episode of Aviva, mm -hmm. and then I wanted to watch a bunch of little episodes in between, and I wanted to get to the last episode of Aviva. The leg. The leg because the leg is truly. One of the most incredible moments of television. The only thing that's fake and artificial about, about me is this. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being called fake. She just goes crazy. And then she goes, here, Heather, take it. I'll crawl home. <laughs> Throws her leg over. I'm like, this is wild. She took off her leg and threw it. And threw it's it. History. It's history. I love history. when you watch the reunion of that. Because I recently also did watch that episode and the reunion. She goes, Andy was like, how did you get it off so fast? Because you must have taken it off. You must have been preparing to do that. Yeah. She goes, I was definitely preparing to take it off. And there's a little button and only I know where it is. So she was saying, like, only I know where the button is on my leg to take my leg off so I can pick it up and throw it. <laughs> or slam it on the table, as it were. It is 
it, it, I mean, it's so clearly produced, and she what did come in like ready to do and that. And she was cooked right after that. They were like, we can't, have we this. can't have this. But like, it was everyone in that restaurant, in that party, was like laughing, yeah. gasping, screaming. Every like fucking Kristen. Ugh. Okay, like, wait. No, I'm not ugh on Kristen. Kristen? And I'm excited she's coming back. The first season of Kristen was good. And she's she coming. Back she's coming back to Legacy. To Legacy. Ren yeah. Legacy. Oh, that's right. She uh, is coming out to run it to the girls' trip. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. gonna give Bowen a heart attack. Kristen taken. I'm just like. We don't. It's she was good. Her, her first season. Her, no, her tagline the first season was what? I, I may not be smart. smart I may not I'm be the, pretty. Yeah, but I'm. But the way she says it, her line, which maybe tells you that like she hated saying it. Like but I think I'm she pretty. thought it was funnier. I think she. Okay, so this is what happens when comedy when girls do comedy but do comedy. don't. Yes, it's like she thought that she was doing a play on. I'm not the sharpest. I'm tool not in the, shed. the yeah. sharpest tool in the shed. Like pretty girls, like doesn't mean we're not smart. She thought she was getting ahead of it. Right. And it just like was there was not enough of a structure no. to like get that across. So it just sounded like she's she not actually Tina was stupid. Yeah, right. She's not Tina Knowles. She's not a comedian. She's not, not a, a comedian. comedian. <laughs> um, of course. We know this. We know she's not Tina Bone Knowles. was saying before we got here that he he was watching old Roni and now we know what season and was comparing it to New Roni. Have you are you caught up on New Roni? I'm Roni. caught up on New Roni. I really um Who are I, you responding to? Well I thought the Jenna when her comment about her glasses fogging up from it being cold was really funny. Yeah, yeah. she is so funny. She's funny. She's funny and she's a little awkward and there's some things that aren't housewife-like about her, yeah, which, which I, I think like. is interesting, yeah. you know? So I'm responding to her. She's, of course, the star of the show yeah, now at this point. Um, I think that Brynn is, of course, going to be great. You know, yeah. she's kind of hasn't been like much this past episode. She was but, absent the last Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah but uh -huh. enjoy her. I like when she asked why Jenna got a free pass and Aaron was like, I guess I like her more or whatever. Yeah, I like Aaron. Yeah, Aaron's a good, say. I think she's going to be a good, not villain, but, you know, she's going to be confrontational. She is the one <clears throat> that arrives on screen outside of Jenna Aaron is the one that arrives on screen Ready. and pops the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think that she, she's very dropped in and like she, she to me gives New York in a way where it doesn't seem like she gives a fuck. I think this season is going to be interesting. I think by the end we'll see real personalities out of them all. But yeah. right now I'm getting two to three personalities, real authentic people who are also TV characters, and yeah. the rest are still figuring things out. Yeah, I think and, so. And I think things take time. I don't really judge a season based on the first two, three no, episodes. No. You know, Who it's does? very early. Yeah. I think we need five or six to kind of sort out how things are going to play out. Yeah. Right. But right now, I would say people who I can see actually being players in the show would be Jenna, Bryn, Aaron. Yeah. The Whites. The Whites. I do like... <laughs> the, I do like... <laughs> I do like the non-whites, but no. <laughs> no I, 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 wait, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to make it about this. But I, I was like on Psy until this episode where she was like, oh God, you guys like going to the dollar store? You guys clearly didn't grow up poor. And then that like opened up her narrative. I liked, and I was like, I, I, like Psy. I like her now. Here's my thing. I like them all. I I like Uba. I think she has to, I think we're about to see her open up in a way. Like the coming mm -hmm. attractions for next week, coming attractions. The preview for next week. Like I'm at the drive-in, the coming attractions. Yes. What's going to happen with Uba on the big screen? Like, so next week, Uba is, looks like she cries and breaks down. We love And I'm that. like, when are we going to see the core of Uba? Guess what? What? I ordered Uba hot. Oh, yeah. What's Uba hot? Oh, Bowen. Uba owns a hot sauce business. Mm. Oh, I love. Called Uba Hot. I'm mm. getting and some. So 
Okay, here's what I'll do. When it comes to me, tasting. I will bring it and we'll do a live tasting. Oh, smart. That's good. Maybe that should be on our additional episodes. Yes. Uba hot taste. Uba hot, Uba taste. hot taste. Oh testing. my God. So <sighs> she's got like an acclaimed hot sauce line. It comes in three flavors. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm forgetting exactly what they are, but like they're here. I'm actually going to Google it because okay. this is because I'm actually of hot sauce culture. You are of hot sauce culture. I love to watch the show Hot Ones. Okay, so there's Habanero Hot, Fresno Mild, and Serrano Medium, which kind of is just three different temperatures. Okay. But I like that. It's an African gem. Uba Hot is a hot sauce that can be used to make any meal delicious. It adds flavor and brings a sensational taste of Africa to your palate. Our dream is for you to enjoy Uba Hot with all your senses. Love and spicy sauce. All my What do you think you're going to try it with? And so about Uba, it says, I have a passion for good food and beautiful things. That's her about? At a very young age, my mother <laughs> taught me that life should be experienced with all our senses. We're sort of getting a theme here. This sort of is hot sauce, but in five dimensions. Yeah. Does that make sense? How many dimensions are there? It depends on... It depends there, on the, the, the max theory. Is, the max is 10. 10? Yeah. That's Talk about the, that. The ma- max number of dimensions. <laughs> well, you can, you can look it up. I'm not the best person to explain it. You're not an expert? Like, so f- one dimension is like... We don't what do we call this? Quantum physics? Uh, yeah, it gets into string theory and... But I, I, again, I'm not an expert on this at all. All I know is that I love five-dimensional stuff because it's like, that's like, I think that's when like time travel starts to happen. You learned this from Oppenheimer. From Oppenheimer, I did. When I walked out, I when learned. When I walked out, <laughs> instead of, instead of watching, watching Flo's nips go up. <laughs> Each of our products has an extraordinary mouth-watering flavor and is named after a precious gemstone. Ruby, strength, inspired by my two fellow Virgo nieces whose love has given me strength. Two Virgo nieces? Then there's yellow tan tonight. Rare and special, inspired by my beloved mother, my roots, the one who taught me to see the good in everyone. And finally, emerald, honorable, inspired by my favorite quote by Marcus Aurelius. Whatever anyone does or says, I must be emerald and keep my color. I know you will love Uba Hot as much as I do, as it was created to make moments in life bold, delicious, and spicy. Love and hot sauce, Uba. Love it. I like Uba, too. I like Uba. I like Uba even more now. Yeah, now that she's like a hot sauce connoisseur. Who knew? Who Mm -hmm. knew? Gotta get her on Hot Ones. I think that what we need is Uba on Hot Ones, but I think if we're going to get a real housewife on Hot Ones, unfortunately, it is going to be Bethany. Yeah. She's the most famous. Did you see Bethany's insane Insta story eating crawfish and shellfish? Oh, I'm fascinated. It was really wild. I've never, it's interesting to see someone like her film themselves. I think from Housewives get used to being filmed all the time and now can't stop filming herself or something. Because the most, it's like, I feel like it's constantly being, and in an opinion about, whatever she's got but it's it's near constant filming yeah. of herself Bethany is interesting to me because I've had this thought and tell me this if this is like a stupid unsophisticated thought not that it matters but like on TikTok the aesthetic is always for me as I'm watching her I'm like she has lost her mind mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she'll go on like the Today Show and talk to Hoda and Jenna and I'm like she's the most composed she's the queen of England she's the most composed woman she knows exactly what her like she knows how to talk I wonder, to these moments. I wonder if TikTok, she just thinks that works for her, you know? Did you see when she made that salad and it was all celery? Yes. Well, and I've seen her like eat tuna raw out of the can, raining well, tuna. cool down because I like that. <laughs> and it was sick. 
and nasty. I've no. d- I'm saying I've done that, but to see her do that and, and film it on TikTok is, is, is right. shocking. I haven't you know yet I mean? filmed myself eating raw tuna. No, but out she, of that's she, what I'm saying. She basically <laughs> made a salad that was diced cherry tomatoes, uh, <laughs> chopped celery, and like mayo with lemon. Yeah, tuna salad. But <laughs> <laughs> they call it tuna, tuna salad. salad. That's why they call it tuna salad. And I don't. I'm you know watching her eat this, <laughs> and I'm thinking. No, there's been a, a break. Something's yeah, well, the joke's happened. on us and the dollars in her bank account because here we are talking about her, making her money. Congrats. Congrats. She's, a, she's, by the way, I guess she's she is also iHeart Podcast. She's an iHeart Podcast. And we love, love her. I love we, that. Go watch, listen to the show. It's really oh, good. iHeart I I I encourages intra-show antagonizing. Like, they, they, they want us to fight amongst each other. Oh, yeah, big time. It's well, like Super they, they Smash don't. Brothers. It's Super Smash. <gasps> if they, if <laughs> Nintendo, if you make a Super Smash iHeart Radio Edition. Oh, yeah. And we'd be oh, like the God. Ice Climbers. <gasps> we'd be like the oh, Ice Climbers. Because I don't want to fight you. But you and I fighting, you know, Nikki Glazer. <laughs> I, I love that. I would pay to see it. We love you, Nikki. We would never fight you. Only in a video game. <laughs> Only in a video game where you okay, can actually get Okay, should we do some hurt. cards? Yeah. Let's do some wow. cards. Oh my God, the host of the show over here. All right. Sorry. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. My so boss. how does this work? to recess with house. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. 
And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. How does this work? How does this work? Okay, so I got these cards when I was seven years old. My aunt was a Reiki healer and energy healer. And she gave me to these when I was young so that I would always have my energy I was going to say, that's why they're falling apart. They're falling apart. So basically, these don't tell you your future. They actually just read your present energy. So it's it's not going to be able to tell you, what will I do and da-da-da. It's about answering questions now to lead you to answers about your own life. Okay. So, I love it. you know, a question you could ask, I'll give you some examples so that you can think about this. Also, if you want, you can privately think the question, but it might be- I don't be- think that would be good for the podcast. No. Okay, yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> Can we tell the cards? I listened to All Too Well 10-minute version two times this morning. That's where I'm at. Okay. Okay. So basically, like, what do I need to move through this emotional imbalance I'm having? Mm. Could be a question. Or um, what should I focus on in life to be happier? Mm -hmm. Or et cetera, et cetera. Okay, I have it. So- Ask me the question and I'll help you re-navigate the question, retool it for the cards. You're going to shuffle them, lay them out, pick three, and then we'll go over them together. Okay, okay. Cohen, you want to go first? You go first. Okay. You, 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 we already have so a sense of your state. So here I have the cards and am I shuffling them? You're shuffling them. Okay. So I'm shuffling and should I sort of ask my question You out should loud? ask your question out loud. Okay. To the cards and the astral guides and, and house, I want to know, how do I release fixations and negative thoughts that aren't serving me anymore. I want to move forward in a genuine, real way without fixation on the past and ways in which I've been treated unfairly and move forward with compassion for myself instead of what is happening. Okay. So keep thinking, and when you're ready, lay the cards out. And okay. then you'll uh, pick three. We'll, right. we'll think of the answer. For You've that. had these since you were seven? Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. I'm ready. And now okay. I'm going to lay them out and I'm going to yeah. go like this. Yep. So I'm sp- what I'm doing, readers, is I'm spreading the cards out like this. And now I'm to pick three that are calling out to me. Yep. Take your time, Tasia. Okay. Take your time, Tasia. By the way, we saw the trailer for Color Purple, the movie musical, in uh, during the Barbie movie yesterday. That looks good. Um, okay. I pick... That's okay. This I'm one's back. calling out to me because it almost fell off the table. Okay. So there's one. Okay. Um, this one's making itself known to me. And I'm going to say the final card that I would like to pick out is, and I'm going to sort of go left with myself here. It's this one because it was on top. Okay. Those are my three cards. Okay. So these cards are basically your guides mm-hmm. so there we'll go over the theme of each card and then we'll try and find a little narrative for you okay. between the three got it it's a little storytelling pleasure mm-hmm. can we show you to the camera yeah okay pleasure divine goddess mm-hmm. fulfillment abundance satisfaction contentment 
The divine goddess smiles upon you, urging you to step into her luscious and beautiful garden and drink from her well of vitality and joy. Summer. Relax, have fun, and allow the good times to roll. Life is to be enjoyed, not endured. Whether it's a fun day at the beach or a rousing sexual romp with your lover, the divine goddess reminds you that there's nothing holy, superior, or righteous in resisting pleasure or hiding your beauty. She stepped into your life to remedy the sad fact that you're not taking joy in much of anything of late and have lost touch with some of your inner beauty. Life has become black and white in shades of gray, and you're missing color. She advises you not to postpone your rewards until you're in heaven. Instead, she encourages you to enjoy a little heaven on earth. Indulge your soul in some delicious food, good friends, great music, and playful fun. Use her sparkle to inspire you to embellish your environment, redecorate, whatever will make you happy. Mm. This is a harvest for you. It's a time of abundance and flow. It's time for you to share your beauty with others and be generous. Don't fret about overindulging or getting carried away. Get used to the beautiful life and consider it your birthright to dance in the divine goddess's garden. Her question to you is, how good can you stand it? What I, be, I, I think I need to, need to order a glass dildo. How we get there? <laughs> Let's finish the cards before we get there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Let's get the narrative, honey. Compromise. Master well, we'll teacher. See. Master teacher. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So I have so far pleasure and master teacher compromise. Your master teacher is reminding you that nothing is entirely good or bad, mm. even people. And that every person has their own version of reality, which may not necessarily agree with yours. Mm -hmm. Instead of feeling wronged by those who refuse to submit to your point of view, give up your righteous and rigid demands and broaden your perspective to include the interests of those you struggle with now. Mm. Mentally move toward the center and open your mind. Although it's easy to feel indignant and defensive as you've dealt with a current impasse, the truth is, no one is trying to harm you right now. Instead, your detractors are simply supporting their own interests and mm -hmm. priorities, which are different than yours. Totally. Rather than reacting emotionally to their resistance, strive to understand and work to be fair. Your master teacher's message for you, accept that your interests are no more or no less important than those of the people around you. Mm -hmm. The only way for you to progress to higher ground is to compromise. Okay. Interesting. That is interesting. interesting. Celebration. Celebration. Joy guide. Which, by the way, these are really positive yeah, cards. Yeah, it seems positive. There's death in there. Yeah, I don't there's, want that. There's, you know, suffering. Like, the, you got an incredibly positive reading, so... No, the, the cards are giving Hot Girl Summer. And and you, you are having, for the most part, I would say, a joyful time, yeah, even yeah. though there are moments of, you know, hardship. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean no, to. No, it's okay. Final card. Okay. You're entering a period of great expansion. Your joy guides are at hand, ushering you into a season of abundance, celebration, and hospitality. You're loved and accepted and trusted by those around you. This is a time when life gives back. You may become engaged, get married, get a promotion, land a deal, or just get a long-weighted lucky break. Whatever you desire, your joy guides are urging you to prepare for because it's coming. 
Realize that as life's tides turn your way, the soon-to-become-realized positive flow of events isn't just a fluke or an accident or the luck of the draw. Rather, it's the natural outcome of your unwavering efforts, your commitment to your dreams and goals. Your Joy Guide's message planned for the party. You're going to soon have a reason to celebrate. Oh, my God. I love my reading. I I know. Yes, this all feels very right to me. So how you, how good can you stand it? How good can you how stand good it? can you stand it? Whoa, that's like really good. Yeah. It's that's really, a rule of culture number eight. How, how good, good can, can you stand, stand it? it? So I think you know. I think it's pretty clear the reading. I don't know if we. It's it doesn't seem like anyone's confused here. I would say that for you, the one thing it's seems like it's asking the compromise is probably going to be the hardest part. But it seems like if you can reach that within yourself you're in such a period of joy that that is the blockage for you and it feels like when you finally can make that peace you're already in this really brilliant new era it's a compromise of within the self and yeah because only i can make the decision oh but this is all you yeah, you is. know, this is a this is a battle between you and yourself. You're right. There's nothing in those cards that's like these. And cards, no one's holding you back. Except these yourself. cards aren't about anybody else. Yeah, you're right. And all they do is read your energy. Mm-hmm. So it's only telling you what you already know, and what you know is that this is hard for you right now. Yeah. But pleasure, D- divine goddess. I mean, it was the, 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 it was talking about you know you eat good food, be with friends, dance a little. We we did all that, on and Saturday. we've been doing that. We've been doing. And also, that. I'm about to have a very fun. August and time, and this was great. Good reading. Wow. Good reading. Good reading. Good reading. And now it'll be Bowen Yang's. Turn. Oh, I don't know. I feel so, like I feel like this might be tonally different. No, it's I'm, 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 I might get some no. of the, the the darker ones. No, that's okay. No. That's okay. You know what? I if, don't want to see death. But well, if we you, might. If you do get death, death is about the ending of something, yes. and yeah. that's a positive too in many ways. For many people, the end is the best way to start something new. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Absolutely. You have to end to begin. So true. That's a rule of culture. <laughs> That's actually a rule. He was so, so profound by me. It's rule of culture number seventy-five. You have, have to, to end. Now, to did begin. you did you do your question? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll, try, I'll do the question and then you I'll do, do the question and okay. shuffle for a bit. Get, put your energy on the cards. My question is: What are the means by which I can connect to um, all the parts of myself? I feel like I've, I feel like my struggle lately has been sort of a disparate evaluation of like me and I feel very fragmented and how do I make it all whole again? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And how, how do I do that? Yeah. Okay. That's a great question. Great. That's oh, great. my spread. Oh, Girl. That's, oh, that's okay. It's okay. what it's meant to be. It's what it's meant to be. Okay. It was meant to be cluttered. Okay. Okay. What's calling out to me? Only you can answer. Yes. 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 I was going to say her. That's correct. That's the one good card. That's all. This one. That one too, baby. Pick it out. Put it on the table. Last one. Mm. Here we go. Number three. Don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. This is the big decision. This one. He's trying to... There are three cards on the table. Three cards laid before me. First one, discontent. (laughs) Let me see. Discontent muses. Muses. The muses. I'm my muses are a little, you know. You know. 
Every reading has their own list. This is a dark card. (laughs) (laughs) There are ghosts and phantoms and I don't don't like that. Some snakes. Okay, but I actually think this card has a a lot to teach. Okay. Okay. So are we listening? We're ready. Okay. (laughs) Sooner or later in our evolutionary process, each of us begins to realize that it's not the having that fulfills our souls, but it's the act of creating that brings us satisfaction. Contentment in what we've created, no matter how grand, inevitably subsides, and our creative juices get stagnant and (gasps) long to flow. That's why the once ideal partner ceases to mesmerize, the perfect job eventually becomes mundane, and the great adventure becomes tedious. Although there's a lot to be said for enjoying what we have now, we must nevertheless respect the fact that our basic nature as creative beings is to create. Mm -hmm. Without the process, we can't be fully content, at least not for long. Your muses are present, and they're calling on you now to embrace your creative discontent and undertake new projects. Their message to you is see your frustration as a longing to learn more, expand more, dare more, and create more. I gotta get a glass dildo. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get a glass Glass dildo. dildo, mama. You okay. made a joke because you know it's true. I, no, it's so true. Oh my god, I and can't believe it. And that's why you made the is. joke that you made. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, second card. Deceit. 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 This is actually gorgeous. <laughs> I love deceit. This is guardian angels. You're, okay, I know this card has a lot to teach. Okay, well, this I, is a teaching. I think this card. is a teaching card this as well. Be- this is actually one of my favorite cards. I'm at a teaching hospital. <laughs> Discontent and see. <laughs> it's too funny. Well, you know when you doing two readings and one person gets one. That's I, so knew, po- I was I like, knew oh. I was gonna get the dark one. <laughs> I love it. Let's let's let's, let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> your, <laughs> your guardian angels are present, alerting you to the fact that all isn't as it appears. Pay close attention to what's going on around you and within you. You'll notice that vibes are in the air. (laughs) You'll notice that vibes are in the air. Now you'll notice. Your guardian angels remind you that your own treachery and deceit are subtle and difficult to see. After all, no one wants to believe they can or someone might hurt them. Sometimes it's a deliberate attempt. Other times it's an act of self-protection at your own expense. Deceit and manipulation need not be maliciously intended to occur or be damaging. Often, it's just the result of thoughtlessness or fear. Your guardian angels urge you to trust your vibes completely when it comes to your suspicions of yourself and others. Please equally scrutinize your own deceptions. Either case leads to dead ends and disappointing outcomes. Ask your angel guides to protect you from your own deceits. Have the courage and integrity to be honest with yourself. Your guardian angel's message right now is, we will watch over you. Now, are they my muses too? Your guardian angels? My guardian angels. No, you no, got you different. got muses and guardian Your angels. Your muses are saying create, create, create. Well, then my guardian angels are saying don't trust the muses. No, the, no, <laughs> that's not what they're saying. I don't think. We'll, we'll get to the narrative. We'll get to the narrative. We'll get, we haven't even gotten got to the to... end yet. How can you pick, make a narrative? Balance. Wow. Period. And now all of a sudden it makes sense. <laughs> Period. And now what's this say? What's on the bottom? Divine teachers. Divine teachers. We both have teachers in ours. Mm-hmm. 
you are good students, I find. Not me, not as good as Bowen. No, but no. still. I got very distracted. You're bad, but I was trying to be nice. I was a good test You're taker. in the delicate process of learning how to properly balance the flow of give and take in your personal relationships. And it's time to evaluate. Are you giving too much, leaving you resentful and angry? Or are you withholding when you could give more, leaving you feeling guilty and defensive? Your divine teachers can help you learn how to better align your relationships so that you neither give nor take too much as a means of controlling others. They counsel you to be honest about your motivations when dealing with others. You know in your heart of hearts what drives you. Do you create dependency in and control, or do you withhold for fear that you might be taken advantage of, keeping people guessing? Your divine teachers are on hand to help you answer these questions. They lovingly assure you that relationships are the most difficult of all spiritual classrooms, and the lessons of proper give and take are the most difficult skills to learn. Have compassion for yourself as you seek balance. Ask your divine teachers to help you become more aware of how you give and receive in all relationships, not just the romantic kind. Their message to you, there's no difference between giving and receiving love. Mm. I love it. I am creating my own suspicion in the deceit Mm -hmm. by an imbalance of give and take. Mm -hmm. And that is all fueled by a discontent with in like your creative pre- life. Present situation in creative life. And in stagnant mm-hmm. endeavors. What do you see here? What do you see? Sorry. I, 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 no, I, I want to know. Well, I, I do think it's interesting. I find that when I do these, there is always this, and you can create it yourself, so whatever, but there is always a little narrative between first, second, and third. And, you know, you do choose as it is. But I do think that, like, for me, the first one is it's saying this is a core issue that mm-hmm. is going on mm-hmm. that is causing this fragmentation. Yeah. It seems like that is what the answer is for that. And then it's almost giving you these sort of backup reasons of why that's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's this <clears throat> deceit is, I find it's always self deceit mm-hmm. when, when these cards are being used. And it's always almost, um, Usually when people get the card, they know immediately what it is that they're saying to themselves or Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm self-deceit they have. Mm -hmm. And then to get the balance of, you know, relationships and stuff is sort of interesting because then that relates to the deceit, too. Um, It's sort of saying, like, these relationships, you know, I'm having... Uh, da da da. I'm not seeing myself clearly in these. And it's all a larger sign of creativity. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to yourself. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust your ins- insights. Thank you. Uh, no, but I thought that was really good reading. Well, do you feel like you got any clarity? You a, don't a little have bit. To. A little bit. Um, yes. But I think I'm like working myself out of. I'm getting to the last one, which is the balance. I'm yes. like, I'm inching closer towards this. Yes. To get out of this. This. Yes. Which, no problem. I love it. Well, and this is kind of more closer to the present, mm-hmm, I would say, mm-hmm. is the third card. Whereas mm-hmm. this is uh, past order. What was your third card? Celebration. 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 Yes. We'll be celebrating. We'll be celebrating. And balancing. And we are celebrating. And we are celebrating. I mean, I feel very hopeful about the future. I think that, like, it's the halfway, well, it's not the halfway point of the year, but sometimes it feels like, at least, like, 
end of summer, although like sort of my summer is just starting and then through fall and the winter is always when I feel like things are the most difficult and then yes. they get so much better. For yes. some reason, like I, narratively, like my years always get better at the end of them. Maybe it's because I have like a routine thing that I do every year. But um, it's hard now when there's like so much less routine than there's ever been because we're all not working and stuff. But maybe this like time of being having like more solitariness and more, like less filling up is an opportunity to achieve this balance card. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who does know? Who does know? Who does know? I'm telling you. Who can but say? I do think that I always think of September as a new beginning just because school starts. And, yeah. and oh, yeah. for so long you were kind of like in that mode. And so I always think of like, I like the back half of the year. Like I like later summer into fall into winter. Like that's where I rev my engine, really. You know what I said out that loud the other day for the first time? And I felt very like, like almost like, actually, you know what? I'm going to do my, I don't think so, honey. Oh, this is amazing segue. Yeah. I don't think so, honey. <laughs> this is, this is really good. Our yeah. segment where we take one minute to go off on something in culture that's really grinding our gears. Oh Matt God. Rogers is struck by I'm some I'm really excited to do this. I, love I believe this. it. This is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey's Time Starts Now. I Don't Think So Honey Summer. Oh. And it's fine to say it. Okay. It's too fucking hot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be out in the sun that's that baking hot, especially not during global boiling, which we're <laughs> in. It's not global warming anymore, honey. It's global boiling. There's, the true. whales are beaching themselves. They can't take it. I saw a clip today. An otter was trying to steal a surfboard. The girls are going crazy in the water. Why? Because it's heating up. And I'll tell you what else is heating up. Me. Too much. I want to be inside in the air conditioning. I don't think so, honey. If you don't seconds. have air conditioning in the year of our Lord 2023. I went out on a date with a guy. He said, I don't have air conditioning. I said, no. that no. might be a deal breaker right yeah. there. Because you want to know why? I don't think so, honey. Summer. And one of the things you need, and they're actually saying it's no longer a luxury, it's a necessity, is air conditioning. So I don't think so, honey, summer. I do th- think so, honey, the fall. I do think so, honey, the winter. Mm-hmm. Catch me then. And I do think so, honey, the spring. Five seconds. Otherwise, I'm uncomfortable. The humidity, the dryness, both of you. I don't think so, honey. That's one minute. I don't like summer. Too but hot. you do. No, I don't! <laughs> Okay, all right. I I'm don't. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was. I'm sorry. I, I know what? Friendships, I dancing, and more. I think you're more. being a little deceitful to yourself. And I, to, I don't I think so. Trust so my vibe. <laughs> you. Vi- the vi- vibes are in the air. The vibes are in the air. <laughs> when your card said that there were vibes in the air, I really felt that. And it's not a lie. Vibes are in the air always. You know what I like to do with my girls it. during the summer? Vibe. Ha- happy hour. Love. I will say right now, and this at the day we're recording this, this week is spectacular weather in New York City. Yeah. We're going out to happy hour after this. Of course. Let's go. Of Corks. Of Corks. Yes, of Corks. Oh my back. God, you know the birth of Yex of Corks was the very first day that we met House. Wow. Oh It was my the God. LA I Don't Think So Honey when you iconically yeah. did your I Don't Think So Honey on Jennifer Garner. I Gays who stand Jennifer Garner. Yeah, oh, it was gays who's, I don't think so many gays who stand Jennifer Garner. And yeah, I think corks. my favorite <laughs> bit was that is your favorite dessert meringue? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That was good house. Thank you. Although she's making a comeback. You be careful. That was years ago. (laughs) That was years ago. I wouldn't do that now. All right. This is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The art world. I'm just trying to get a couple paintings for my new apartment. (laughs) And why is it the most expensive thing ever created? Why is it so expensive? I I, I believe in compensating artists. Mm -hmm. I believe in paying for a a piece of art. Mm -hmm. I will pay an inappropriate amount of money. Mm -hmm. But some of these price points are 
actually psycho. And I'm not paying $50,000 for a little jade horse. 30 seconds, Mama, jade is one of those things that my sister, and I have said this all the time, my sister especially, she goes, jade is one of those gemstones that really only Asian people care about. And so therefore you have to price it in a way that's not like so exclusive. Like make it so, because the market's already small. It's already going to be something where like, I don't want to pay that much money for it. These prices would make you, you guys know me, you guys know that I kind of dish out cash for things at an unreasonable, in an unreasonable way. I pay. Some of these paintings I go, not in a million years. And that's one minute. Jade. I did, didn't Gwyneth Paltrow say you got to put a jade egg up your vagina? Mm-hmm. Did she ruin it? Did she ruin jade for Asians? I think she did because <laughs> what she was doing was she was trying to stimulate the, I think, the, the, the vagina, tissue. the tissue the, the, yeah. to help um, re-lubricate. Right. Well, I'm sure that was expensive. Well, then the jade. Well, well then- gotta be. This is the thing. Like, I'm never like you, you, Jade is ours. You know what I mean? And yeah. now I can't even get Jade off the fucking streets. So what is this? You're like looking to populate your new apartment. I just have some walls that I want to like. Mm-hmm. There, I have some big walls. Let's just say. I heard and that I just, about I, you. I just want. I, just, I heard Bowen Yang's got big, big walls. I got big walls. <laughs> I just sugar want walls. Sugar, sugar walls, walls honey. <laughs> Tastes like cream. Ooh. Tastes like cream. <laughs> I heard. This. I hope so. <laughs> I hope. Your walls are so big. <laughs> Pure for Men makes like a, like a nice cream for your walls. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And I have gotten compliments. I did. I've had the coffee. Not the coffee. Sugar. I've used the butt bomb. Yes, it's called the Stay Ready Cream. This is not sponsored, by the way, but no, it's the but Stay it Ready we, Cream. But oh, it yeah. really could be. I've, could be. I've done the Stay Ready Cream. And people are like, that's nice. Yeah, that yeah. is nice. I like, I like the it. butt bomb a lot. Yeah. All of Pure for Men's products, I really Pure like. for Men is really, really doing it. I think that they found a market, they found a niche and an audience with money, and they made a good product. It's but very smart. They There's- like they really thought about. It. They were like, "Of course, these people want things to like make yeah. that area yeah. fresh." Yeah, because we we get self conscious about all of it. So like, let let's help make you feel out. help a girl out. Yeah, totally, and, totally. <laughs> and that's like the art world. The art world could really take a page from Pure for Men. The yeah, art world. I was I just want to say so many wonderful people have reached out and said, I'm a dealer. I can help you out. I appreciate you. But I, I just want to say that the system itself seems a little broken. They're wheelers and dealers. They're wheelers and dealers. <laughs> well, they made that film, that film about it. Oh, yeah. Was that the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Yeah. And they're all killers. They're killers. And <laughs> that scares me. I have to trust the deceit. They're, the vibes are in the air. The, wow. That, that was about the art world. That was about... Well, you never told. If you would have told me about the art world before the reading, <laughs> you should have asked the cards. I should have asked the cards. Oh, you should have been more specific God. about it. The, the cards are yelling at you to not get finagled by the art world. Honey, these people on first dibs are selling David Hockney Prince posters of things for like thousands of dollars. I go, not in a million not years. Not a poster. Not a poster. If I knew who David Hockney was, I would be appalled. Right oh, you Famous would be. gay. You would love him. You would love him. Well, Wikipedia after this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Call me David. <laughs> it's, giving, it's giving Stan Smith being like oh, he's, Howard Hashman sounds cute you know, we, uh, we have to say <laughs> real quick cute. we have to say this real quick um, <laughs> we went to see Here Lies Love oh my god and, I can't talk about Here Lies it was, Love it was great it was amazing we had such a great time but um, Matt didn't know didn't know the Marcoses <laughs> Didn't know and so he story. was like cheering when they won I the election. I didn't know who Imelda Marcos was. I thought she, I actually thought she was a pop star. <laughs> so, so so the Marcos is won the election, and then Matt's like, "Woo!" And then I give I give him a look like, "No." I found out she was a dictator, <laughs> and it really bummed him out. Shit. 
I know, but she's she you know she's she's got nice clothes, so it's tough. It's so hard when these women have nice clothes. It's hard. You want to support women even when they're dictators. I find as a as a gay man, I want to support women. Avita, Avita, big was a big fan until I heard out. You know, she wasn't a Maleficent. Singer. Maleficent. Big Ursula. Fan. Ursula, big fan because they Huge. look they look interesting. They look interesting. They're funny. They're funny. This is your I don't think so, honey. House, are you ready? Okay. All right. This is Patrick Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Going to a restaurant with more than four people. Oh. First of all, I hate to see the look of a waiter look like. Oh God. Am I gonna have to deal with this all night? Ten of your best gay friends and you all order espresso martinis. Well, guess what, y'all? It's gonna take us 45 minutes to get a beverage. Period. It is so annoying. I don't care about splitwise. I don't care about Venmo. What I care about is I can't hear anything anyone is saying at a restaurant where there's 10 people around the table. It it can't you can't get a drink. You can't get your food on time. You can't hear anyone. I'm like, huh? What? I already have a hearing problem. Restaurants are supposed to be intimate dining, food experiences. Mm -hmm. And when you're with so many people, you do not get that. You're wasting the experience. Mm -hmm. Even five is too many because you're not connecting. You're not saying, hi, how are you? How was your week? And so that's why if you see me at the restaurant, it will be four or less. Trust that. Trust that. Whatever happened to hi, how are you? you? Whatever happened to hi, how are you? Trust customer that. service. Customer service. <laughs> what are happened to customer service? Here's what I'd say. I've been to dinner with more than four people. I've been to dinner with less. I always enjoy it with less. I agree. I hadn't thought about this. And also that moment when the waiter comes over, sees a bunch of gays, and you understand oh, homophobia. Yeah. And it's not even like they know the gays tip well and stuff like that. It's like, can I do a dirty martini? Can I do it on the rocks? Can I get three olives with blue cheese? But that's 13, 13 people now. People. And so then he has to get all those drinks out at the same time. They have two bartenders behind there. So then the two bartenders have to make 13 drinks come out at once for your table when there's 40 other tables. It is pure mathematical nightmare. I do the same thing that you're doing right now, which is I also have been restaurant industry in my past and yes. I get stressed out when I know something is annoying. Like, for yes. example, splitting checks. I always know it's annoying. Yep. I always know it's annoying when someone orders like that thing you know what I mean like yeah. I always order, know what's annoying when people are like just bring it out whenever it's ready to come out that's like literally not how it works right so I understand and it's it's manageable with four or less you will have yes. a great experience yeah so true I think dining I love it with two I find I connect really I love to have a sensuous meal with someone and enjoy the conversation. And, and, and that could be three people and that could be four, but it, it should be an intimate experience. Yes. Agreed. Yes. You know, it's a great date night. It's great connecting with close friends. It should not be your birthday of 20. No. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Because no. guess what? All 20 people are going to have a complicated order because we're all the same. Yes. You're Go all to karaoke all instead. Go to karaoke. Go see Oppenheimer. Go see Oppenheimer. <laughs> no. And that's where we end the podcast because I'm not having that. Um, the energy suddenly became we've been here for two hours and that's how you know that true friends have been talking true friends have been talking we had our guides tell us what was up we spoke about Nicole's AMC we sent a clear message about that Mm. we talked about the errors talked about renaissance we prognosticated we pointed Lord in a new direction true north true north like Uba Hot we basically previewed Uba Hot taste test yes we introduced readers to house which was a long time huge moment and we connected with each other like no one could at a dinner with more than the people in this room. Period. And that Said. includes that includes Donnie. That includes Bahid. Yeah. And Donnie's looking at his watch in a way that makes me feel like we are. Donnie's got to go. 
that camera's about, about to go. go. And so are we. House, thank you for making your last oh Cold Oh my debut. gosh, thanks for having me, ladies. Ladies, we love, love you. you. We ladies, love you. Hey, and ladies at home, we love you. We, we love you. every okay, episode with, with song. a song. Listen for the best. My reputation's never been worse, so he misled me for me. If you want to hear more of that, go to the Eras Tour this weekend and next week in Los Angeles. Six shows at SoFi. Bye. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Croc clogs and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me and me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.